You are tuning in to the Siblings Take On Podcast, a podcast where two siblings discuss everything from careers, sports, relationships, pop culture, reality TV, race, anything that pops into their little heads to see if their differences in gender, marital status, and the generations they grew up in impact their view on all of these topics. Your first host is Jennifer, the Gen Xer who is divorced and traveling the world as a digital nomad with her second husband, Scuba Steve. Your second host is Jared, the married, millennial, first-time dad living his best life in the East Coast. Tune in as siblings agree, agree to disagree, laugh, and tackle all of these subjects in a way that only two siblings who adore the heck out of each other can do. Enjoy. Happy New Year and welcome back to Siblings Take On 2024 edition with me, the divorced Gen X middle sister that is traveling the world with my second husband who is talking again with my little brother who is a, (laughs) I'm supposed to call you what, DuckTales millennial? No, DuckTales generation. (laughs) Married little brother. I can't. Do this. I will not associate myself with the word millennial anymore. I found out the other day that in the country of Hungary, they consider millennials the ducktail generation. I really don't understand why, but I I subscribe to it now. <laughs> You're like now that's my identity. That's that's I I love ducktails. You know. Yeah, exactly. You know. <laughs> um. So that's just who I am now. I am I am married. I do like DuckTales. I am from that generation. And I'm talking to my, you know, Gen X who acts more like a Gen Z older sister. But, you know, it's all good. We're all good. We are here. Welcome back. Sorry we were gone for so long. We had uh, travel plans and holiday season. And, you know, married at first sight was kind of boring those couple of weeks. But we're back at it. We're here. We're excited. But we were talking a little bit about our youth uh, (laughs) and uh, how, you know, you don't realize how far you are from your college graduation. It's Mm -hmm. the length of time that that it's been since me, since I graduated college. uh, If I was if that was a person, they'd be a high school freshman. And that (laughs) is absurd. (laughs) Now, I have a physical measurement of this because my physical measurement of this is my goddaughter because she was born the year I graduated from grad school and she is now. Jesus Christ. No way. That's insane. (laughs) She just graduated (laughs) from nursing school. So shout out Mm. to my goddaughter, Isabella. Congratulations. She already has. She already she came out of school with a job. So my girl she's is a good. nurse. She could go anywhere. Yeah, she's gainfully employed, yeah. and yeah, but yeah. So the amount of time is that I've been out of college is walking around as a person and is about to be employed as a nurse. So I don't know how yeah, I feel about that. That that person can drink and has to pay taxes. Like that's <laughs> <laughs> that's, yes. that's wild. Yes. But what we were talking about before we jumped on, which I was like, we have to we have to document this was how wildly different our college experiences were. So we talked about how you did not gain the freshman 15. You gained the freshman, what you say, 40, 40. Yeah, 40. legit. from August, which I started in August to Thanksgiving, I legitimately gained 40 pounds. 
and, like, and in that like what, that sounds three unhealthy. Span, <laughs> that it sounds wildly unhealthy. <laughs> extremely. I I I ate a lot of cafeteria food and the five for five Domino's deal that was going around back then. And yeah, Domino's gave five medium pizzas for five dollars each. So what? You get three. Yeah. Yeah. You ordered five pizzas at a time? No, three, 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 three pizzas for five dollars. Okay. So fifteen okay. bucks, you get three medium pizzas. Okay. So and were you, you eating get... these by yourself? No, no, hell no. Okay. It'd be, it'd be me. My my buddy Damon, who was in the room next to me, and then our buddy Mike, we'd all chip in. You know, like I think it was a dollar fifty, six bucks total, because it was five dollars a pizza plus tax and delivery. And then whoever got the you know the the cheesy bread, which was always me, because I love cheese and bread, so I get the extra <laughs> like you know, so I give ten dollars and I get a whole meal. That is not a meal. That is not a meal. You are missing some some key nutrients and, and <laughs> dietary requirements from that meal. What I got? I got car. I got calories in my body to keep me going. <laughs> I'm good. That's all you need. Calories in, calories out. So, you know, uh, I was rocking and rolling. You know, technically between my meal card, which was already paid for, because it's paid for at the at the beginning of the year. And then there was a bar across the street from my dorm room that every Monday would do 10 cent wings. And did so, they take your bill card? No, but I got a dollar. I'm I'm chilling. I had if 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 there was enough of us, shit, we'd just go into couch cushions and be like, oh, we're good. We got <laughs> at least a couple couple dozen. Oh and then so theoretically, $70 could get me through the week. Okay. On non-campus food. Okay. So, and then some some idiot always had alcohol in their room. So, you know, you just become friends with that person. So, $70 of, of that, you know, uh, use the meal card for breakfast and lunch and then splurge on, on, on something. It was crazy. Like I was telling you before, I had class freshman year. From 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Every day, Monday through Friday. I didn't give a shit. I, I was not that sleeping person. I was like, get in, get it, get it, get it, get it over with. And then I would be up. I would I would be up for that class, go back to my room, and go back to bed and wake up when everybody else was done with their class. Because everybody wanted that that like 12 to 5 class. And then I'd be up, do some, do a little bit of homework be done with homework by seven. I slept all day, so I'm up all night. That is wild. Just, yeah, it was crazy. Wild. It was crazy. Wild. When I graduated, I have a master's degree, so don't judge me. I am a very, you know, smart, intellectual person. <laughs> <laughs> I just had, you know, a freshman year. Like, that's what you're supposed to do. I don't regret it one bit. It was great. We, it yeah. Was great. Again, we had wildly different experiences because my ass was, uh, I had Monday, Wednesday, Friday, that was when I was a pre-physical therapy major and I thought I was going to be a physical therapist for the New York Jets. And so I had, well, I, I <laughs> had anatomy I and fit, I had anatomy and physiology, Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 8 a.m. I 
and I think my course load was anatomy, phys, chemistry, pre-calculus, anthropology, Jesus. and I think I had no. a PE class. Yeah. So my freshman <clears throat> year was not, I, I was not sleeping in. I was, just, and when I wasn't sleeping or when I wasn't working or when I wasn't uh, in class, I was, did I work in the bookstore? I think I worked in the bookstore. So I worked, I think I worked like 20 hours a week, something like that. So I was either mm. studying, working. I was with boyfriends at the time. So we were, I was in his dorm hanging out with my, uh, my friend Chris right. from high school. Okay. Uh, no, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. my friend Chris from high school that was there and my friend Kate from high school was my roommate. So I, I was just busy. I was doing stuff all the time. Like I, I had no sleep. So we had wildly different experiences. <laughs> but I mean, I did end up working like towards the end of my freshman year. Mm -hmm. And I actually quit slash was fired from that job. Because um, it was in the Bronx and I was in school in like the Rockland County area. So it's mm -hmm. like, for me, it's upstate, but it's really like, you're 30 minutes from New York City. Um, but I didn't have a car. His mom and dad were like, no car for you. It's not possible. So I had to I had to leave my campus Friday night, go down to my cousin's who was at NYU, and uh, stay with him uh, Friday night, wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning, oh. uh, sat Saturday, to take the subway from his spot to the school I cleaned in the Bronx um, by eight. So I was doing that and my boss at the time thought I was commuting from mom and dad's house. Uh -huh. So, oh, what do you mean you get up at four in the morning? You should get up at like six to get here by eight. I'm like, no, bro, look, this is my routine. <laughs> he was like, well, like your work was terrible. I was like, yeah, cause I'm fucking <laughs> tired, bro. Like, I'm exhausted. <laughs> Your work so, is terrible. Yeah. So I was like, look, I'm not cut out for this right now where, where I'm at. Hold on, my wife's calling me. I'll be right back. All right, let me pause it. You might have to edit this part. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I mean, edit it to make sure it sounds clean. Goodness no, gracious. I don't, I don't edit our podcast. It goes out how it goes out. All right, cool. I like it. Um, <laughs> So I was saying, like, my work was terrible because I was so tired. So before he called me one day and was like, so uh, I was like, bro, I quit. He's like, all right, I was going to fire you. So it, <laughs> out. it was like, deal. <laughs> so cool. I appreciate you putting me on, but I I can't do this, bro. I'm, I'm beat. We're on the same page. <laughs> he, he was like, oh, I thought you were coming from Long Island. I was like, no, I, I certainly was not. <laughs> So, you know, it was crazy. But yeah, college was fun. It was a long time ago. Um, I don't miss it. I I would do certain parts again because they were fun, but um that shit is not for me, not no. today. I, not. I miss I miss my metabolism. Mm -hmm. Um mm -hmm. I would probably have picked a different major. Um and I'm so glad social media wasn't around when I was in college. Because I, I would have picked, I would have picked my major sooner. Mm. I bounced around a lot, so I would have. Uh, I bounced around a lot in a short period of time. I had like three majors in two.
two weeks. It was it was crazy. <laughs> um, and I had seven in four years, so I'm I'm right there with you. All right, it's, it must be a Johnson thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, I would do that again. Uh, do that, and uh, I think I would still pick the same school. Mm. So that wouldn't have changed. Um, yeah, college was great. College was almost as good as this Married at First Sight episode. <laughs> good transition. Night, you know? Excellent um, transition. So, yeah. I know we missed a bunch. We did. Uh, um, I, th I, think we could I think we could talk about the couples, like, holistically based on where they are now. I don't think we need to go back and recap all the episodes yeah, that we missed. There, there's no need to because no. they're all kind of interesting. I mean, the only thing we need to go back on is the Orion Lauren situation. Let's start but they, there. But but they appear in this episode, which all right. Um, so we're back. It's now uh they're around the uh, the one month anniversary. The mm -hmm. show took the holiday break off, but they're back as well. Um all the couples, all is it three of them now? Because Orion and Lauren are supposed <laughs> not, to go. Not, not by the end of this episode. By the end of this week's episode, we're down to two. Seriously, um, <laughs> actually, I think we're down to one. But <laughs> oh wait, but then Michael, Michael gets matched, so that'll that'll bring it back up. Yeah, so we're back to two. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. The show starts with five couples, and like. <laughs> halfway through the experiment they're down to one couple and they magically bring another couple back yep. it's it's crazy they called they um, called somebody off the bench but yeah let's talk about and i kind of like i saw the way she looked in the in the ne appearing next episode I'm like she's not that bad i might have a new crush I was, I <laughs> but we'll see we'll see we'll see all right I, well that, that was just a first instinct Ugh, Lauren and Orion. I think my fuck Orion. Period. All day long. All day long. I want to punch him in the face. All I want to punch him lower. I don't <laughs> understand how. It, but like this is the crazy thing that in his head he thinks he's right, and that's the that's the insanity of all of this. Is that even when you've seen this woman cry, when you've seen this woman like patiently dialogue with you, and then. I think she got fed the fuck up and she's like, I ain't, I'm sick of your shit, but kind of not because she kind of said she'd, she'd still be married to him or at least she said she's not the one that called the divorce. Like she gave you every, every chance, every chance and you still fumbled that back. Fuck O'Ryan mm -hmm. forever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he, he was like, oh, I'm sorry you feel this way. Mm -hmm. I'm just telling my truth. Mm -hmm. And she was like, no yep yep, yep. <laughs> she's like you're super not telling the truth bro exactly like, i made one distasteful joke that i apologized for. and she did not understand she really she did not understand the implicates implications of the joke she was making a i assumed she was a little tipsy because they were on their honeymoon and in their jacuzzi yeah. but secondly i she if she knew that this was going to turn into this, she most certainly would not have said that. And I think if he would give her the grace to be like, okay, clearly this was was a mistake on every level and she's apologized to me a hundred times about it. I need to let this go. Fuck Orion. Yeah, I think he's using that one joke 
as his way to back out. Like if I wish people would just be honest and be like, look, I came on the show to to marry a stranger and I did that, but I realized as time went on, like I have a type and you don't fit that type and I don't want to waste anyone's time, so I'm gonna leave. If he had said something like that, I think everyone would be like, you know what? Sucks to suck, but <laughs> bye, you know, like because wow. no one, no one's given Michael's first wife, even though we don't know who she is. No one's given her shit at all. They're like, oh, she bowed out quickly. Right. We also don't and, know who she is, but if right, we saw her, but, we'd probably give her shit. But yeah, saw my... her for like five seconds. Like, oh, you suck for signing up and going through the whole thing and then yeah. bailing. Yeah. But. My our friends at Alter Call Married at First Sight podcast, Tane and Aid. Hey, ladies! They uh, released over the holidays a Patreon episode they did with Dr. Pepper, and and they and I think it was uh, Aid asked the question directly to Dr. Pepper, like, what are they supposed to do when they're attracted when they're not attracted to their partner? Like, what do you recommend that they say? And Dr. Pepper said, "Shut the fuck up." <laughs> she was like, "You don't say anything. You recognize that." you were matched with this person for a reason and you don't tell them that you're not attracted to them. You find the good in there in that person and build from there because clearly your picker is off and that historically before you've gotten on the show, you're picking people that you're attracted to initially and it hasn't worked out. So let's understand that there's a reason why this person was picked for you. Focus on those things and also shut the fuck up. <laughs> so interesting shout out to dr pepper on that so yeah i i don't think you need to tell somebody that you're not attracted to them like your energy which is why i don't mm. understand why emily is so such a stickler for getting brennan to say it like his energy says that he's not attracted to her and i get it like your 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 penis wants what your penis wants but his face doesn't even want it like, <laughs> <laughs> like you know, he is ugh. but like there's there has to be if you're in this experiment not in life in life like if you meet somebody out and you're not attracted like there's no obligation for you to wait for that attraction to build but in this particular situation where you've signed up to meet somebody that you have no idea who this person is and dr pepper answered that question that you and i have always had that part of the selection process is that the contestants give um the experts pictures of people that they're attracted to so they're not mm. totally random. Like they're not picking this girl that he or she would have zero attractiveness to. So whether in in Orion's case, he presented some black women and they were like, oh, cool. We have one that fits. Or in mm. Brennan's case, he was like, yeah, I like a short little blonde chick. Oh, cool. We have one for you. So I think they, which is good to have that clarity that they try. But again, mm. your, your penis wants what your penis wants, but to completely shut down and not even see that this person is more than just their looks is crazy to me. And it's something that yeah. women do all the time. Like if you look at stupid shows like King of Queens, is that King of Queens? The, uh, the Kevin James show? Yes, yes. But think yeah, of all yeah, the shows King. where like the guy is some dumpy doofus dude and he has a hot ass wife. Like that happens yeah. all the time because women, I think generally, have that in us where we're going to give you but the benefit of the doubt. I think 
this is just my observation. This is not anything scientific or anything. So don't come at me, people. <laughs> All three of you that listen, don't, don't, don't come at me here. Um, I think women look for safety and 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 security. And if that guy can provide that, and he's funny or has an extra quality to him, like they'll ride with that. Right. Like. You know, he may not be the best looking person. I mean, my wife married me, so I mean, shit, I'm <laughs> I'm good. Um, so you know, um, but you're really funny. Uh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, I appreciate that. Uh, so, um, yeah, like safety security goes well with women. If you have that, you know, great. You know that that is a driving force in women, in my in my opinion. You know, if you have stability and 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 all of that, everything else is great. Because the King of Queens, as you referenced, um, Kevin James's character was a deliverer, was a UPS driver. Mm-hmm. Like that, that job is very secure, and it's a union job. He ain't going nowhere. Like that, <laughs> that that job is there as long as he has a good driving record and delivers packages on time. He's employed. Like, like. She don't gotta worry about nothing, you know. So right. that that's 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 that standpoint. But from a from a male standpoint on this show, I feel like it's very attraction based. And then oh, she's cool. Otherwise, it's not. Oh, we fit, and you balance me out, or you elevate me, or you challenge me, and you make me a better person. Like mm-hmm. it's like. Do you get my dick rise or not? Like <laughs> that's 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 what it is, and then it's we'll go from there. And a, a lot of and the women on this season are all relatively attractive in their own ways. Like you know, like they're all they're not pinup models, but you know they they're definitely they can go to a bar and get most guys in that bar. Right. But so, that's the point of this show. Like that's why we are, and I say collective we, and toss it out if it doesn't include you too. But like I watch this show for regular, regular people. I don't want to see supermodels, and you know that's that's uh, Scuba Steve and I watch a show called Too Hot to Handle, and it's like ugh. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. my choice to watch it, but like these are not regular, regular people. Like these are freaking low tier supermodels and low tier influencers and mm-hmm. in bikinis all day like I don't want to see that like I, I for you finding a relationship is not difficult I want to see what it looks like when somebody is looking beyond just a hookup I want to see what it looks like when a regular regular person is looking for you like that phrase regular, regular. I really do I picked it up from somebody else and I can't stop using it <laughs> but yeah well, yeah no that's that's why i watch it because i want to see like comparisons to i guess my life as a regular person mm-hmm. and 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 you know the the missteps in my marriage that were taken early on and see oh would i have said that would i have done that did i do that Am I, <laughs> can, I, can i can i defend this person do right. should i you know like like that that's what I watch it for oh well that guy's just dumb. Right. Like Orion's stupid. Brennan is stupid. Ugh, let's talk about Brennan. Let's talk yes, about please. let's talk about Brennan. First off, I just want to say I never liked him from day one. You're right. And I was like, there's it's something about him. And then once I found out where he was from, I'm like, yep, 
I knew I was right. <laughs> I knew it. I could peg my people from a mile away. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, he, I he, did not like him either. For the yeah, record, he he uh, he he was a bro. He comes across like a douche. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, I I just don't know what to say. Like. I was worried that Emily was going to be a partier and, you know, let's do all this. Like, she wasn't on the honeymoon. She was in the party mode on the honeymoon. I think he really liked that side of her. And when they got back, she was like, oh, I'm going to, I'm in a relationship. I'm going to be in a relationship. I've never been in one, but this is what I expect out of it. So I'm going to give everything. And I really, I really changed my perspective on her and give her a lot of respect because she was really putting herself out there and trying to make conversation and 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 stuff that you do in a relationship. Yep. And she's the one that was like, I was never in one, but she seems the most like a person who's been in a relationship when yeah. everyone on the show. Well, you know? between, between the two of them, yes. Between the two of them, for sure. Um, and, you know, last night's episode in particular, oh, Oh, actually, let's back up to the comedy the week before. Well, let's back up to the friends when when he met her friends and he fucking lost his shit with her friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because they're like asking questions like, like, why are you coming at me? I'm like, you can come because they're her friends. They're protective. Like if my friends didn't didn't interrogate my wife, I'd be like, so you don't you don't care about me at all. Mm -hmm. Y'all just you're like, you can make your own decisions. No, I need. I need my people to like you as well because if my people don't like you, it's not going to work. Right. So. And you know um, why I don't feel like people are coming at me? Because I'm not hiding anything. Like he is hiding stuff and he's not being honest and Emily is not as abrasive and confrontational as her friends are. But Mm -hmm. that's why he felt that people are coming for him because he can't answer a fucking question. And when he does mealy mouth answer it and when he's challenged like the way he came after Pia was totally inappropriate when he was just like yep. don't talk to my wife that way but you can't call her your wife because you're not treating her like your yep. wife he's coming exactly for he's coming for your wife because you're not protecting her so f you dude mm. oh i hate brennan so much yeah she, she she hit him with the uh with the with the well i asked her and he said well that's my wife and that's just her face i was like what bro <laughs> what what <laughs> Like, yes, and if you like, paid attention I, to your wife's mm. face, you would know Emily is hella expressive, and yeah. there's no mistaking what she's feeling because if it's on her eyes, it's on her lips, it's in the smile. Like, you can watch that girl for yeah. five seconds and know exactly what you're feeling, but you have to pay attention to her, and you're not. She Peaceful. smirks, like, she smirks, like, oh, she's pissed, she about, yep. to, <laughs> she about to let it out. I'm like, come on, girl, come on, <laughs> let, let him have it, and then she'll just be like, well, no, and then I'm like, that's it. No, there's more behind that. I need more. I need so yeah. The whole conversation with with with, with Dr. Pia was way off. Dr. Pia uh, was like, uh, yeah, I think you need therapy. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> thank you. Yes, I love it. But why aren't you providing the therapy as the therapist on the show? Shouldn't you? But I guess they want like couples consistent and then she can't be there consistently. So I respect that. Or maybe she's not licensed in Colorado to give therapy so she can't. I would think that 
Brennan would not want her to be his therapist because Brennan seems to have an issue with women. So I don't think he would respect anything. If He couldn't even challenge, he couldn't even accept the notion that maybe he needs to go to therapy. The way he was so resistant to it, mm-hmm. I he's not going to, even if she offered to be his therapist, he wouldn't take it. And the fact that he was like, oh, I see the value in therapy, but it's not for me. Like, If you don't think it's for you, you don't see the value in therapy. Yep. Like, I love my count. Met me and my therapist. We talk all the time. Every every two weeks, me and me and my girl June, we're like, what's up? And we sit, <laughs> and we hash it out. And then you know, I'm like, I'll see you in two weeks. And you know, but shit, shit is worth it. And he's just like, no, nah, that's not for me. I'm like, bro, you are bugging. You're bugging. And then at the group dinner. Oh, no, before we go to the group dinner, uh, there's someone showing emotion. He, at, he showed more emotion more emotion <laughs> to a fucking horse. Sure he is. met for five <laughs> seconds who, whose job is to carry people up a mountain every day. Yep. Multiple times. Not like it's your horse, you bought it, you bonded. Like, you bought that horse for the hour and a half session you had. Yep. And oh, uh, Gucci, Gucci, you're my boy, Gucci. Oh, hugging him, petting him, touching the horse. And Emily's like, Yo, what the <laughs> exactly do I need to put on a Can horse I... costume? Like, what's Can I happening? Get some of that? Like, you know, <laughs> I mean, they 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 do make sex toys that give you horse tails. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I have heard of those, so maybe she might want to invest in that. <laughs> um, so yeah, but. She gave he gave more attention to a uh, to a horse than he does a physical human being who lives with him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was oh, wait. I gotta go back again. I'm I'm sorry to go. No, back no, go, go go go. In time here, but oh. when they moved in, I don't, I don't think we talked since they, since she moved in with him, and um, she brought her messy ass uh, stuff up. Apparently, he didn't help her bring her stuff to the apartment. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro, hop in the elevator, go downstairs, pick something up. Yep. Open the door, mm-hmm. do something. Mm-hmm. And he's complaining about how, how she brought her whole life. Like, because she's making a fucking life with you. Exactly. She wants her things to be comfortable. Maybe she brought some clear, clear uh, Clorox wipes. Great. She wants to have a clean place. Let's, she may pack like a fucking hoarder, but she wants to have a clean place. Let's go for it. Yep. So, yeah, I was I was bugging with, with that. I was like, this dude, this dude's tripping. All right, yep. now, back to last night's episode, when they're at dinner. Ooh. Poor Emily, her head was going to explode. <laughs> yeah. I forget the question that was asked, but she answered it first. And then, all right, let's go around in a circle. And he was next. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, nah, you can go, whoever. And she was like, you fucking serious? Answer the goddamn question. Like, it's a question. You're all in the same boat here. Like, it ain't like you're talking about a strangers who don't know what you're going through. Exactly. And you're trying to protect your image so you're not being judged. Like, everybody is on TV. You're in the same experiment. Like, Y'all know what's going down. 
I I assume that's his big issue is that he doesn't want to come off on TV looking like an asshole. But you know what, Brennan? You're on TV looking like an asshole. asshole. And if you don't want to be on TV to come off like an asshole, don't go on fucking TV. (laughs) Like, you had the choice. There's 8 billion people in the world. Somebody's out there for you. But you chose to do this. Mm-hmm. Put the fucking effort in. Yeah. yeah. Put the, uh. Yeah. I just, I can't with him. And he's so, he thinks he's doing something. And I, the weird, it's just so weird that he thinks that because he's not saying the thing, like Emily's, A, Emily's not dumb, but B, he's also not hiding it very well. Like we, we've, we've, we've gotten that you're not attracted to her. The question is. Which is weird because she's very attractive yeah she's cute she's super cute i don't see what there's not to be attracted to i mean her hair we got some issues with the hair but whatever that's that's fixable like whatever but i get that he's not attracted to her what i don't get is why he's so focused on coming not looking like an asshole that he's not able to just articulate i think no matter how many times she asks him like she wants to know like if she says I don't want to know and then people keep asking and you're protecting her cool but she's asked you why and either he doesn't have a really good answer for it or his answer is I mean we already know that it's going to be superficial and dumb so just say what it is because not saying it makes it look worse and just his Mm -hmm. inability to tap into any emotions and his inability to address things straight on is really really frustrated and i feel so badly for her because she's trying she's she's trying so hard and the number of times that man says take it day by day i'm like right what are you a fucking football coach mm-hmm. we're gonna take it day by day guys we're gonna get it together you sound like the fucking jets coaching staff like, we're just gonna <laughs> we're taking it day by day and we're gonna let it progress and see how yeah. it goes and we'll see what happens on game day we'll like, get next week what, we'll get them yeah, that's what he sounds like. I'm like, bro, you sound like a moron. He does. And and your wife is sitting there trying to figure you out because you're saying you don't have emotion, but you show emotion to a fucking horse. Wildly. You know? And and then um yeah, you're just at dinner and she and then she leaves and he goes, Are you mad? I'm like, you're asking if she's mad and she's clearly upset. Like it is so clear, Stevie Wonder and Ray Charles can be like, "Babe, what's wrong?" Like, come on, you seem upset. Um, yeah, you seem upset. I can see it on your face. Like, like that's that's how upset she she was that blind people could be like, "Oh wow, um, yeah." <laughs> and that's the crazy thing when she when she gets up and he's like, "Do you want me to walk with you?" She goes, "Absolutely not." And I was like, "What yeah, about this?" That that's when you get up and be like, "Hey, um, yeah, I fucked, I fucked up. up. Uh-huh. I'm not really sure what I did." And you can say, "Like, I'm not sure what I did," but let's talk it out. Like, you know, let her express herself in that moment. But, I mean, he, he's a moron to not know what he did. I mean, I know that's just your way of trying to bounce it off and go to her to have her fix it, but. 
Yeah, when they're in that van, and he's like, "What do I do? What do I do?" And she's like, "You don't know. Like, are yeah. you stupid?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> I promise you that in his head, he thinks he's the hero, and he's think he thinks he's doing the right thing, and that he's going to come off of this looking so good, and he's so not. I really wonder what goes through their head. And like, oh, I, I said this. I look great. I I like, look amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm killing it. Person, I'm yeah. killing it. Like. Like I know I'm gonna bring up our our homie Lindsay from the Boston. Do it! Uh, Happy New Year, Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I talked to her over the break. Actually, she's doing pretty good. You did? Um, I did. I I didn't see her, but I I did speak to her over the break. Um, like on the phone? No, we oh. texted. Okay, um, call Lindsay's number. Oh, Instagram DM. Oh, okay. But, you know, um, that counts. It still counts, but. When when she was putting the effort in with Mark the Shark about getting his apartment clean and doing all that, that makes someone look good. No matter how mm. crazy she may come across, may have come across, she's not crazy, but she no. may come across crazy. You know, those efforts make her look good so her next partner can see those good qualities and go, oh, that's TV editing the other stuff, but you help someone... Get their mom straight, get their apartment clean, yeah. all this other stuff. And that's what you're building off of. But but to flip it to to Brennan, um he's just coming across like like the douchebag. Because he is one, yeah. in my opinion, oh, yeah. based on what we see on TV. I I'll I, never call I don't I don't I will. Maybe isn't I will. But I will. You are. Come I'm, at me. I, I mean, I'm, I could potentially run into him. <laughs> oh, that's I true. I'm in another country. When I go home, if he's ever, <laughs> you know, visiting family. So we don't live that far apart. Or our, my mom lives not that far from him. So I'm still kind of on edge about running into people like that. Um, but yeah, uh, feel bad for 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 Emily. I actually was worried about her in the other sense of being a wild person and wanting to party all the time, but she's just matched with a bad person. Um, but, you know, uh, I think Emily in this sense is going to heaven, uh, but I'm not <laughs> sure if Austin thinks Becca is. Oh, good so, transition. You are like a I'm, seasoned I'm good, professional girl. here. I'm, you know, I'm good at what I do. What can I say? <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, that whole sequence with um, with uh, Austin and Becca about the heaven and hell thing, we're sitting there watching. Like, like there has to be more behind this. There has to be something was said that we're not aware of for this to be that big of an issue. Um, I don't need to see you undressed, but okay. I'm cool. having I know a hot what flash. Way you are. I'm having a um, hot flash. Deal with it. No one wants to see their sibling undressed ever. I mean, I'm wearing clothes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah watching them kind of have that conversation with pastor cal and and austin was like yeah like i don't think she's going to hell but i'm open to other things and then you know they 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 end the conversation and she's like well do you think I'm going to hell? And he goes, I don't know. The only answer to that question is <laughs> I, you know what? I I, I don't know what's in store for us, but I love you now. And that's all that matters. And he said the that. Only answer. And he but, said that. 
but then he kept saying, like, I don't know if you're going to hell. That's not how I was raised. Like, I was never raised in that if you don't believe in Jesus, you're going to hell mentality. And I was raised Catholic my whole life. Like I said, mm-hmm. I was Catholic school my, my entire life. But um, that was never a thing. And mm-hmm. uh, Pastor Cal was like, you were born in Afghanistan and you never knew about Jesus Christ. You knew about, you know, their gods over there. And so they're going to hell. He's like, he said, no. So you can't tell your wife that she's going to hell. Like it was, it was wild. I'm like, that's their biggest issue. There's going to be more fallout when they get in a deeper conversation because that's such a weird topic. I don't know. I had three very um, strong feelings about this. Number one, I, as an outsider, I appreciate Austin's honesty because Scuba Steve is very much like that. Like I have, I've got to learn. I still haven't learned my lesson yet after six years that don't ask him a question that you don't want his honest response to because he's going mm-hmm. to give it to you. <laughs> and so I appreciated that this was Austin's honest response like this is my belief like I I whether or not you and I agree with it and uh I appreciate that he was honest with her and he didn't placate her and he didn't Mm -hmm. just say something to Mm -hmm. her to make her feel better so I'm going to give him credit for that number two uh this is the first time I think in the 17 seasons of the show that I feel like Pastor Cal earned his money. Like that whole conversation and maybe because it was in his wheelhouse as a pastor, but him having that whole conversation and the Afghanistan um, example that he brought up was perfect. And I think that he really operationalized that for both of them. And so I really, really loved, I think this is my favorite part of the episode in a very very long time that I like that they they got to something deep and we got to see what happens when you have a third person provide a perspective on a conversation where you're having a tough thing and this is also why therapy is good and talking to other people is good because sometimes you need uh, somebody to frame it in a place that you haven't been able to frame it so that was an awesome awesome discussion and then number three I have to say and I cried during the episode so I'm going to try to keep it together now but when Becca said to him, like, if you were with a Christian woman, you wouldn't be going through this and this wouldn't be an issue for you. And I don't agree with it, but I understand where she's coming from because it's a conversation that I have often with Scuba Steve where, you know, especially with my body going through all these changes and me getting older and me not being able to walk as far and just everything, the hot flashes, like everything that's just going on with my body. Like, mm-hmm. I always feel like, oh, if you were with somebody like younger, you wouldn't have to deal with all of this. Like, it would just be so much easier for you if you didn't have to deal with this stuff that I'm going through. And so I really mm-hmm. kind of felt, I didn't agree with her, but I, I understood where she was coming from. And I think that both Austin and Pastor Cal handled that piece really well where it's like well we didn't match him with a Christian girl we matched him with you because there's so many other things about you that are Mm -hmm. good for him that this one piece doesn't define who you are to him and I think Austin agreed with him Austin this is the first time in a very a lot of episodes that I was team Austin for this so I think that whole thing And if she's like me, which I'm throwing my own shit out there, is that you're looking for the other shoe to drop. Like you're looking for, she's looking for a reason for this not to work. And she's so stuck on this 
you know, they get along in so many other areas, like they're physically compatible. They are both silly together. They've got the, you know what I mean? They have so many other things in common mm. that maybe she feels like it's too perfect. And she's looking for what, what is that thing that's going to make this not work? And I think it, that's why she's hung up on this religion piece. And I think for them, it's their physical intimacy. They don't really have much physical intimacy. And I think she's worried that, all right, once you pass that hurdle, which it seems like they're on the cusp of doing that, that this is the next roadblock. Mm-hmm. And if, if, if she can cross that before they get physically intimate, she'll know this is it for the long haul. Mm-hmm. I think that's what she's trying to get to. Because, you know, that's the hard, that, that to me is the hard part from, from, from my perspective with them is, is, they they're they're compatible we've said it from the beginning we think they're one of the best couples they just fit each other Mm -hmm. they're playful they're fun Mm -hmm. they they but they haven't gotten serious and this this is their serious conversation i want to see what it's like when they talk about finances because that's when it gets real (laughs) nitty-gritty that's when it gets real Um, because if one makes more than the other or is you know financially conservative you know like fuck it like that's a that's a future me problem that's where it's gonna get a a real dicey and real fun so i want to see how that goes yeah um but they handled everything else well they went to the dinner they they chatted well they were kind of just at dinner eating everybody (laughs) else was having issues i know they were but i think that they were maybe like the the substitute experts where they either offered like hey this is normal or hey you know we're going through the same thing so what you're going through isn't so odd or hey even with brennan saying whatever stupidness he was saying you know austin was like yeah and you know it may have been hard for you to say that but i appreciate you sharing so they were like the Mm -hmm. the uh surrogate experts on this 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 episode and i i i don't know this is the first episode in a long time where i feel i felt like okay they have a chance If, if becca can get past this because I I don't see this as being a long-term issue like her saying you think I'm going to hell what do you care neither one of you are going to be around but he said to you twice but I I I love you now or I I can where we are on this earth this doesn't prevent me from loving you and Mm -hmm. that that should have been the end of it right oh I agree I think (laughs) we were saying the same thing last night like that that should be it like, I love you right now. I love you for you. Like, the, your approach to religion doesn't impact how I feel about you. Right. It just it just determines if we're going to be together in the afterlife. And who knows if we're going right. to be together in the afterlife? Because I don't. And, you know, when, when Pastor Cal said, I think you said what we're saying now. Like, no one, I, th- I think his words were, neither of us have gone to the afterlife and come back and say hey it's like this so what does it really matter is something something like that is what you said and i was like thank you thank you for saying that because people need to hear that and realize like religion is important for what you're going to do sunday morning like are you going to church or not like that that's it other than going to church i mean it's it's 
is nothing. Everyone believes in something. It's just mm-hmm. how, how you express your belief. Right. Um, Agreed. Yeah. Yay! Yeah. It's good we've got one happy couple because that happy couple certainly ain't Cameron and Claire. Oh, good transition, sis. You're picking up. You're picking it up. <laughs> yeah, up no. Down. I think they are happy. Do you? They're 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 happy because when they were splitting up, they were like so. They're good friends. Like they'd be great friends. Um, and then they both realize, like, oh yeah, like we like each other. We like being around each other. We want the best for each other. But everything else is just. Right. It's 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 Claire's fault. And I, I I I I have I a crush on Claire. I think Claire would be would be my person to go after uh, if I was uh, able to see her at a bar and I was single and she was single. Wait, hey, you, let's let's have a little <laughs> chat. Let's have a little is, talk is, real quick. Is that how you hit on women? Bro. No, no, God no. I'm way more smooth <laughs> than that. But in my head, I'd be like, I'm going to talk to you tonight. Or I'm going to tell my fellas, I'm going to talk to her and never do it. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, she just, she never put her walls down and it caught up to her. Like, I, they have fun moments. And when you go back to the honeymoon and they're doing that, like, paint stuff they're having fun there and then and then um they're doing the the bike fixing and and then they went to the whole ski thing uh last week episode they have good moments but she was never able to break down her vulnerability wall which is surprising because she's a therapist you think oh she knows that i gotta do this i should do that you know, like, let me talk to my therapist friends and see what they think. And she never did that. She kind of kept him at an art. She friend zoned him immediately mm-hmm. and and never opened the gate to the friend zone, let him walk through to be more. Yep. Um, and, and and that's that's the sad part, because they they really could have been something. He's different than what I would have picked for her um, personally, just based on what I've seen for, for her, but who knows what he could bring to the table because he's walking on eggshells with her about, yeah. I need to do this or I need to do that. Like He advocated for himself, which I blame Orion for. I blame <laughs> their split on Orion, actually. Because <laughs> uh, early in the episode, they meet with the, the divorced couple already. Mm-hmm. Like Lauren and Claire, who were obviously friends because when they were when they were on the honeymoon, Lauren went to Claire and they were chatting about it. And then so last night, same thing happened and Orion was like, You need to advocate for yourself. You need like it seemed to me like he was pushing Cameron to get divorced so that he wasn't the only one that was divorced and gave up on their on their marriage so soon I think if they kept pushing to get to decision day and see all right we're gonna keep going we're gonna keep trying things out to see where we fit and maybe that spark would click because they only had what six weeks left like 
Yeah. Just do something different. If it if it don't work, it don't work. On the same day you say, we tried. We're both in agreement. This is over. I hate this. Hey, we're a month in. Like, you... I still have clothes that need to be folded from laundry I did a month ago. Let alone <laughs> knowing that I can end a relationship within a, within a month. Yeah. That you're married to somebody. So... I I would have uh, given I would have given it a, the old college try, but I feel like they just kind of like, oh she's not bringing her walls down and she's like I want to but I I can't, and oh, man hi buddy, <laughs> Jared says hi, <laughs> he says hi. Um he so yeah, oh formal staff my friend, formal <laughs> <laughs> staff my friend. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> of the bilingual edition yeah. I, again the, the, and I'm mad at the show for changing my mind again because I was super Cameron sucks at the beginning of the season and now I'm I'm 100% team Cameron because he although he is sarcastic and has a weird sense of humor i think he's very clear like he is not somebody you have to guess with what he's he's thinking what he's saying and he's told her very directly what he wants and needs and i think that what he wanted and needed from her wasn't wildly different wasn't sorry wasn't wildly difficult like he was just saying and and again it was like he was just looking for crumbs like give me a little bit if you just say you want me here i will stay if you just say you want to stay together, I will stay together. Like, I just I just need you to touch my leg. I just need you to give me a mm -hmm. hug. I just need you to kiss me every once in a while. We don't have to, you know, bump uglies, but just, like, give me some little crumb to let me know that you're in this too because your words aren't matching your actions. Your words are saying you're in this, but your actions are not. And so that's what he was asking for was for her words and her actions to match, which is what women are constantly asking for men to do. And so I'm mad at Claire for making me switch to Team Cameron, but 100% Team Cameron on this. It is 2000% Claire's fault. And he was not asking for anything insurmountable or crazy. Like he wasn't asking her, like Emily is asking Brennan, like, you don't need to spill your guts to me, like, but just give me some indication that gives me something to hang on to that's going to keep me moving forward with this thing. And she could never do it. Hey, serious work face. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, Cameron sarcastic and, and, and stuff. Um, I feel I, I feel for him. I think Emily's the right choice for him. Yeah, she's just not. She's in her own head and not getting out of it. That's sad. Um, but the next couple weeks are, of the show are going to be good because um, uh, Cameron moves out. Uh, he's got some things going on with him that we're going to see what happens. Maybe, That's crazy. Maybe, maybe they rekindle. Because she calls somebody crying about the whole thing. It's it's gonna be interesting. Um Becca and Austin do some cool stuff with kids are involved and 
That gives Austin all giddy. Uh, uh, Emily and Brennan fight, which is nothing new to us. Right. Uh, I think Orion and Lauren try to repatch their relationship. Which, ugh, team which no. I, I hope she's like, bro, fuck you. Like, <laughs> like I hope she just says that. Uh, and then Michael, who I actually liked a lot this episode. I did too. Um, he, he said, look, I was hurt. Uh, I think his friends were cool about it too. Like, no, you shouldn't do this. But if you want to, we'll support you. Like, why trust these people who hurt you <laughs> the first time? Um, Kashi kind of, they kind of made a point there. Um, yeah, it's 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 gonna be fun to see what happens next. But he gets matched, and then they give a little glimpse of his future wife, Chloe. I think her name is, and I think Chloe's gonna be fun. And I wonder how much of their relationship they're gonna show. Are they are they gonna do the whole thing? I I know they do the dress selection with her um but i wonder if they can do the honeymoon and all that it's just them there's no like couple yeah and it'll be interesting to see how their abbreviated time like do they get the full eight weeks or is it abbreviated based on the show schedule so it'll be interesting to see how they handle that moving forward exactly exactly all right. So right now we're down to one official. <laughs> well, no, we're down to two officially married couples, but we all know it's one married couple. Yeah. Austin and Becca. Brennan, Brennan, and and uh, Emily are done though. Yeah, they're on a collision course for divorce. Um, but thank you all for listening to this week's episode. We hopefully will do this again next week. Um, if not, you'll catch when you catch us. Uh, <laughs> life is crazy for both of us, so thank you for being with us in our weird hiatuses. But we love our three listeners, and uh, we're always here for you guys and our friend Lindsay. Hi, yes, hi, Lindsay. You're not crazy, you're awesome. <laughs> she is very awesome. Did you see her response to uh, the post that I put up with my ex husband? Sending me a message. No, on, I did not. On LinkedIn. What'd she say? She's like, hmm, sounds like a narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It walks like a duck and talks like a duck. It must be a duck. <laughs> All right. I uh, thank you for joining us. Be sure if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you want to say wonderful things, send us an email at siblings take on pod at yes. gmail podcast gmail.com we have a you can find us on linkedin you can find us on instagram and we are excited to be back so love you bro love you too sis thank you so much for listening to this episode of siblings take on be sure to rate and subscribe anywhere you receive your podcast. If you have any questions, concerns, or recommendations for future topics, feel free to send it to us at siblingstakeonpodcast at gmail.com. Have a great day.